Whether you host a nightly dinner party for two or five, keeping your eating and dining area clean helps keep your mind on the dinner party and not on the cleanup afterwards. Viva paper towels clean like cloth, trapping splatters and sauces that could become countertop stains or stuck on messes. And they're two times more durable when wet compared to the leading value brand. For an exceptional cloth-like paper towel, there's Viva. Visit vivatowels.com to soak up the clean feeling of home. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand the chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to take a second to talk to y'all about Anchor. If you're anything like me, you've kind of recently fallen into the world of podcasting, both on the listening and creating side. I recently found a bunch of podcasts that I love and decided it was about time that I make one of my own because I love talking to people and I love sharing creative ideas and this was just the perfect way to do that, but I had no idea how to do it because of course I've never done it before. But some of the podcasts I listened to mentioned Anchor and I decided to check it out and it is the best decision I have ever made. Anchor is a free podcasting service that allows you to record, distribute, and pick the cover art and music for your own podcast. I mean, what else can you ask for? It makes the whole process so simple, especially for those of us who are just starting out and really have no idea what we're doing. And in order to distribute your podcast, it takes little to no work from you at all. Anchor will distribute your podcast to places like Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, the whole nine yards. And you can just watch yourself grow and change. And it's a great way to develop that learning experience. So if anyone is interested in making a podcast anytime soon or ever, really, Go to anchor.fm to check it out. Now on with the episode. Hello, Hello, my dudes. Welcome Welcome to to the the Fangirl Fangirl Piles podcast. Today we're going to be investigating Madison Sears and Sabrina Sabrina Canoon. It is, it is good, good to, be to be here with, with y'all, y'all today. today. Yeah, it's a lovely day. The, the OG, OG subscribers, subscribers of this podcast, podcast may remember that Madison was a guest on the original, original podcast, podcast, which was correct. correct. So, so here we are. Yeah. Talked about villains, misrepresented Death Note, uh, made some pretty big accusations that I probably don't agree with. <laughs> and we and both, both just misrepresented ourselves. ourselves. Like my portrayal my of Harry Potter, Potter was just atrocious. Oh, so, I thought it was pretty good. I thought your love for it shone through. I feel I like feel I could have like done, done better, better, to be to honest be with you. But I don't know. That's my just, head. as you as always you do always at do me, it because I did. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> no, no, I, I really I, do. Trust me, I do. But now but we're now back. We're back. And yeah, we decided, we decided to partner, to partner up, on up on this podcast, podcast and rename it, and it's gonna be better. And we're going to redirect the focus from, we're going to redirect it towards pop culture and everything in between that, because we're both a bunch of fangirls, as the title suggests. So 
Yes, and and if you are also a fangirl or a fanboy or a fan, anyone really, it doesn't matter how you identify. We love you, and we are of course the YouTuber I watched says guys, gals, non-binary pals. So I love that. It's of course yes. Okay, very inclusive. Non-binary pals. Here we go. So today we're going to start off with a little bit about Madison and I and how we met. And then we're going to talk about some fun fandom shit. So do you want to start by introducing yourself, my guy? Of course. I'm going to give you the best college icebreaker I've ever done. All right. So hello. My name is Madison. I'm 21 years old. I'm a senior technically at ASU, but still going another year, and I am studying neuroscience and neurobiology, and a fun fact about myself is that I play guitar. <laughs> Wonderful, Wonderful, Madison. Madison. It's, it's nice, nice to nice meet to you. Who wants to go next? <laughs> oh, I'm just oh, kidding. I'm kidding. I have to, I go, have next. to go next. That's right. That's right. So, so, I'm Sabrina. I'm, Sabrina. <laughs> I'm also I'm 21, also 21 years, old. years old. And And I am double majoring in English literature literature and and journalism and mass communications and minoring in film and media production. production. Oh my god. (laughs) I am going to graduate in May. So So I'm in pain. Yeah. I don't know how you do it. We always have this conversation. I'm like, how? (laughs) How? With no sleep and lots of Starbucks. That's how. Sponsor us, please. Starbucks, Starbucks, we need you. you. We're not please Starbucks. I'm poor. I have a family. I need to feed. (laughs) Please, please put us in the ASU college program, program anyways. Exactly. But But, so so we met our sophomore sophomore year of college, college, so two years ago now. now, Yeah. When we had to share a room room in our apartment, apartment. and And my first impression of Madison was in her roommate bio. She had, she had talked a lot about liking Marvel, Marvel and DC, DC which I was, which down, I was for, down for, but then but said, I don't want, I don't you, want to you to make a noise. noise. And I was, and I was like, like, so, so scared. scared. I was like, who is this random Who does she think she is? I was going to be upset if I, like, if I talk. If you breathe in my general direction, I will call housing on you. Exactly. exactly. So I was like so terrified of this bitch. I didn't know what to do, but then <laughs> somehow we somehow became we friends. friends. Yeah, my first impression of you, okay? So um, oh, I remember you were coming off the elevator to like our fourth floor room apartment and you were like walking over to me with your hand extended and like the biggest smile on your face. And I thought to myself, this girl, she's a, f- she's a sorority girl. I see it. And I was like, hell no. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. But uh um, You're like, not me, like, sir, not, not today. Yeah, I was intimidated. I was like, oh god. And that's and actually that's very actually funny because I, I used to be in a sorority, not anymore. Because But you're not at all system. You're not at all sorority girl though. You're not you're not mean or anything like that. I appreciate, I appreciate that, that. But, yeah, but yeah, somehow we somehow ended up we becoming ended up friends, becoming and, friends and things have worked out pretty well, and, well, and, um, and uh, that's, us. that's us. So, so... Fandoms? fandoms? Question mark? Question mark? <laughs> We're going to start talking about our favorite fandoms now, folks. 
folks. Things I like and things I hate. I think I'm going to talk more about the content than the actual fandoms because I yeah I don't yeah. agreed because I, I feel like I'm not too involved in like fandoms in general. Um, just because like I don't know, I just don't. I don't know. Fair. I don't have time for Fair. them. I feel like I'm and... very involved. I'm very involved. Oh, not not like actively not, not so like much actively anymore. So but I've noticed anymore, stuff, especially, especially stuff now. But I'll get into that. Like later. So I'll probably be more so content based more for most of it as well. But there's one fandom that I'm like, I know that I'm gonna be like opinionated on the fandom itself. Is it Harry Potter? It is, and I'm gonna it go. Is, well, we'll get, we'll get there when we get okay. there. Okay. All right, so I'm gonna go into a whole spiel about DC. Buckle up, boys. We ready. Boys, we ready. All righty, get Let's your. Go. <laughs> I'm just procrastinating. No, I. So the thing that I love about um, DC content is that um, I, I love the animated universe and I love reading the comics. I just love seeing like the characters come to life and just, um, just how well written they are and just how iconic they are and you know you can you can have like a four-year-old be like that's batman you know because he's just so iconic within that world but i really don't i don't like the um the movies right now i don't Um, like the dceu except for maybe wonder woman which it's coming out december 25th so please please watch it Oh, we might do an episode, me and Sabrina, on it. Um, I don't think it's we might. I, I think, think we, we are if, if it's, like, are, free to watch. It's, like, free to watch. Yeah. Not I if have it's a, free, but if it's, it's like, free, affordable. But if it's, like, affordable. Yeah. But, like, are you shocked? Like, are you shocked? My question to you question in, like, regards to Wonder Woman, are you shocked that they're putting it on HBO and not DC's streaming service? Um, I was a little shocked to see it on HBO. I... I mean, I didn't really know it wasn't on the DC streaming service, but I guess it's not really a surprise because I don't feel like the DC streaming service is doing all that well. It's DC just isn't as popular as it used to be, I feel like, at least not in standards with Marvel. And I don't know. Cinematically, I agree. I don't think it's as popular. I think the comics are definitely still just as, if not more popular, because I've heard more people talking about the comics than I do ever about the, like, cinematic content. Yeah. I think the animated universe, though, is doing pretty well. And... I feel like the reason that that is is just because the animated universe does really good with with the characters and developing them. And they actually, like, they hone on the characters, too. Like, they basically push them and w- develop them over time. And they mm-hmm. kind of have something in the animated universe that's sort of like what Marvel's doing with their 10-year thing to where, like, um, they have an entire... they have they have a bunch of movies that, like, are interlinked together and that kind of, like, lead up to, like a grand plot I feel like it's going towards right. and I feel like right. where I feel like the problem with a lot of the DC content in general with the movies is that they're more focused on the action sequences and the action scenes because like when I'm when I was like watching like the Justice League um mm-hmm. it just it didn't feel like what I was watching when I was like a little girl which was like the Justice League like animated series and things like that um and 
I don't know. I just I didn't like Ben Affleck as Batman either. <laughs> That's he not even terrible. He doesn't even like he himself. Even like himself yeah. as Batman. As he Batman. has said openly he that he was a shitty Batman. The worst. He, I think Christian Bale think was Christian a solid Bale Batman. Solid like he was pretty I've seen good. Only one portion of that portion movie with you, and from what I saw, I like I could see it. He he was pretty good. I liked Christian Bale. He's kind of a questionable person, but he did bruce wayne pretty yeah. well yeah but no, definitely. um definitely and like i have the same like, qualm as you like like you said with the justice league series like live action versus the animated one i have the same qualm as you and you know this with the teen titans series oh my god that was awful <laughs> yeah so we watched yeah, that, so together we watched that together because we were sad one night sad boy hours it was sad boy hours we purchased will you purchase the dc streaming service yeah and tried to watch teen titans and it just like you said didn't speak to me the way like the original cartoon did and i'm not even talking about teen titans go i'm talking about the original cartoon network cartoon and it was just so different the only character i felt like they did any justice is raven kind of she seemed more edgy than um than her counterpart within like the comic books like i don't know why but she just didn't none of the characters really seemed like themselves and they probably blew their budget on the action sequences again because like when we were watching it the acting was terrible even the action scenes were terrible and just like i'm trying to remember the dialogue was honestly the worst thing i've ever seen the plot i was like where is this going the whole thing was horrendous it just like it, it just, wasn't like it wasn't what I expected it to be at all. I think it like I think it like I think had they characterized a little better, it might have been better. Yeah, I think personally the I fact that the one thing that turned me off, I think I got through the rest of it. Okay, the one thing that turned me off was that they made Starfire a prostitute. And I was like, that is literally the exact opposite of who she is as a character. Like especially in the cartoons, she's, in a the cartoons very, like, she's a very like sweet natured, sweet natured alien person. Like, yeah. like I was like, I don't know if I can categorize her, but like, but like, um, no, she's um, just very, no, she's just very sweet and like sweet has a gentle disposition to her in the in the cartoon, but not in the series. Which like I appreciate them giving her an edge, but it was just too much. Yeah, I mean the thing about DC too is that they're just dark to be edgy. They're not dark to like convey a message. They're just dark to be dark. And it's like you're taking away the heart and soul of what makes DC good. It's the reason why we all love them. It is the characters. So by like making them like caricatures and as you said like not characterizing them well it's just like what why should i watch this it's not what i grew up it's not what i loved watching when i was younger and i think especially with superhero movies you have to be very careful to characterize your characters because the reason that people like movies like that is when they can see characters that are relatable step up and do these extraordinary things exactly and I don't think that DC does that well, at least not right now. They definitely have the potential to get better, like Wonder Woman is really good. Mm-hmm. So they have that potential there, but like from previous content and like what the series that exists now, I don't see that happening right away at least. Yeah, I agree. And I think like, I think they're, as you said, they're starting to get better. And I can think of like Shazam is, was really good at putting the heart back into the DC universe. Cause Shazam is like, you know, he's the kid that, um, 
can basically change from he changes into an adult but he's actually a kid so even though they kind of like bumped up like i think they bumped up billy batson's age um to as a kid the kid version of himself but it was a very like fun and lighthearted movie that you could sort of like laugh at and like see where how they were characterizing him and where they were going whereas when you look at like batman and stuff it's just like oh he's a sad boy like literally it's just like they just took away everything that was good about batman like they like i i can't even get into that mess no it's it's (laughs) fine (laughs) but for the animated universe too like um they like young justice is like the first two seasons are good the third season was kind of pathetic for me but um when you look at like their characters to the way that they do characterization it's like it's really good and like when i think about like miss martian like she's like this alien character who is kind of like she's she's kind of like a naive person who like you know those like like how people will like um basically idolize america and things like that yeah she kind of does that for um earth and you know how the world functions and everything like she's very innocent in that way but she's a very bubbly person but they have her like over the seasons like she gradually matures into this like super sweet like calm figure who sort of recognizes that the world has its problems and it's different than the way that she Mm -hmm. thought it was and things like that and it's like really good like development there because even with all the other teens that they have in that show, they're like slowly over time um, going through what we do, like relatable things right. about kingdom, right. but with the added element of superhero um, hood, I guess I should say. But it's, it's just good because like, even though there is like darkness, a lot of that darkness conveys a message and it's not being edgy just to be edgy. Um, yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, I, no, think, I, like, get it. I think that's like that's the thing is people want to see these kids be relatable, but be also relatable, doing things that other people that inspire other people because everyone knows because not everyone it's knows not, not really likely that you'll get a superpower, but it's like, oh, this person helps all these people despite all the things they went through. And that's what I want to do. And like, if you don't mind my jumping to this, that's why I like Marvel about a lot. Because, because I think they characterize each character remarkably well. And, like, I'm going like, to focus on the Avengers on just because that's what's easiest, easiest with, like, with, like everyone knowing everyone. Everyone Because if you're not, like, a Marvel super fan, I feel like a lot of people don't watch the other movies, like, Guardians and things. Like, I think if you're not, like, a super fan, a lot of people just focus on the Avengers films. Yeah. And don't know anyone else exists. Know so, like, looking at the, so Avengers, at the Avengers, like, Thor, despite Thor, being, a despite god, being a god, is very, is very like, confused, confused about, how about how things work. And he still has he the struggle has of, should I assume the crown? Should I, should I do this? Crown? Like, how should I do right by my father and my brother? And and by Jane, especially in the first couple of movies. And then he kind of pivots over and is like i i'm gonna need to assume this role and save people despite my my being scared for it and then he does his job which is like noble which like just proves to people like you can do whatever you want to do if you just kind of swallow your fear and take a chance and thor had pretty good character development too like he went from like this arrogant sort of like character who's like oh it's my right to have like you know to have the responsibility of um 
not I'm, I'm thinking of Nilfgaard, but it, it's not it's Asgard. <laughs> I was thinking of I was thinking of Game of Thrones, not Game of Thrones, The Witcher. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> it's late. We're just, it's yeah. Um, he just goes from like this this arrogant, like sort of entitled figure to like this really like carefree jock sort of character. Like he's yeah. just so like yeah. golden retriever like. And I love that about him. Yeah, and that's because he's yeah, like assumed his responsibilities, like, responsibilities and he like knows yeah. where he's at in life at that point. So he's just is chill after that and then you have tony who is this arrogant son of a bitch and nobody thinks that like they can relate to him but as time goes on like you see that he's been through a lot of trauma and a lot of things to get him to become the man that he is today and it's like Oh, I think a lot of people oh, find that identify, find like, that identify. they can identify with that, because, identify with that because despite Tony having despite a really having a cold really exterior and, like, exterior and, like, a very type A personality, type at, the beginning, personality at the beginning, there are a lot of people, who have, people who have that trait as well due as to well trauma due in their lives, which he has a lot of. Mm. And then you ca- you then see him start to break down those walls for Pepper and for the team. And at the end of the day, sorry for the spoilers if you haven't seen it but he at the end of the day he does lay his life down on the line for everyone else and it's like just because somebody seems cold on the outside doesn't mean that um they don't have a heart they can never change yeah yeah and i'm not even gonna go into steve because man did not change let's not go into steve i mean he did kind of have a little character arc there but here here's the thing it was like here was everyone else's character and then then there was like and then there was steve (laughs) i can agree to that yeah (laughs) he did go from soldier who obeys every order to like uh to like no i don't want to do the accords because it's going to limit me to to the government and i don't trust the government and things like that and Mm -hmm. i think it should be based on the avengers so he went from like goody two shoes to like rebel but and i appreciate and that I appreciate and i love that. yeah everyone on here is gonna everyone be like why are you slamming captain america you're in love with him and i'm like yes i am in love with him but i like love but everything like, he love stands everything for but also for, like, but also, like man's, left. man's like, left like after spending like, all after this time all assimilating, this time assimilating to, to this entire new this world entire and new getting world, his friend getting back his friend and finally learning to be somewhat happy he just throws it all away to go home to peggy yeah like where i didn't like that either was the art the art yeah it would have been we've talked about this on the villains podcast too about how it would have been much more fulfilling for steve to stay within you know the present rather than the past yeah yeah because that's what a lot of people can agree with you too yeah it's i don't know and just like we won't get into that. That'll be a whole thing. Yeah, as you said. Yeah, we could just debate we that could just for a debate whole that podcast. Like, we maybe, could. Maybe we'll maybe, do that maybe one day. We'll do that one day. But today. Today. Yeah. But um. But um. If you don't mind my don't jumping mind into my jumping Potter world Potter here, world go ahead here. for a moment. I'm for gonna go moment, off on a little tangent and say I love everything about the series. And I mean specifically I mean the books. Specific I do love the movies. And I think that I think as that far as book to movie adaptations go, movie and I've spent my entire week learning about this in a class, as far as book to movie adaptations go, it comes in second to Lord of the Rings for me. 
because I recently watched because Lord of the Rings for the first time, and that is frame by frame as accurate as can be, because that's a three and a half hour movie, and I think the only reason Harry Potter was not that accurate is because... Lord of the Rings was not Rings specifically was not geared specifically towards, children, geared towards children, whereas Harry Potter was, so, Harry they, shortened was, the so they shortened the movie to fit movie that audience. Fit that audience. Mm. So, so I think for me, I the books especially the books have a soft spot because, spot because I was talking to someone talking about, to someone about this today, and it's not even today, necessarily not the even plot. Necessarily you can the have witches and wizards in this magical school, but at the end of the day, what matters is the relationships of the characters and how they help each other grow. And I think throughout the whole series, that's very consistent because you look at the Golden Trio, you look at Harry's relationship with Sirius and Remus and his relationship with Dumbledore, and even his relationship with Snape to a certain degree challenges him to become better because he's always fighting against Snape. And then even characters who weren't that expanded on which was like the Marauders where you have a few chapters of like the young Marauders and kind of seeing what their lives were like. You could tell even in those brief chapters and I'm very upset that they cut those out of the movie that um the four of them had a very strong bond in school. Because, like, that's a very brief scene in The Order of the Phoenix where you see the tail end of that chapter, not everything that led up to it. I understand why that's not in the movie, but I think, like, that relationship is, again, one of the things that makes the series so beautiful. Because on all levels, you have relationships, no matter what house it's pertaining to, too. You have relationships within those and within each other that are beautiful. So that series is just beautifully done from top to bottom bottom. because it's 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 like she took Tolkien and she took C.S. Lewis and meshed it into this magical world world. and created Hogwarts and that's awesome that's that's not a lot of writers strengths there's not a lot of writers that can do that but I think the only complaint I have with Harry Potter in general is talk specifically the fandom is toxic like i don't know if you've been on you don't even have tiktok to you i do but i did it for research so i haven't seen the harry potter tiktok okay so harry potter tiktok can be toxic because there's a lot of audios where it's like tell me what house i'm in and it's a bunch it's a bunch of people like from the different houses saying different lines and you have to like meld those lines with like your personality and people are oh do it yeah or like you could do edit or you can make a video with that sound yourself do you know what I mean? So it's like you know I mean? so it's an like, audio and it's like an Fred and George like talking. So that's Gryffindor. Talking, so that's or, Gryffindor. It's or it's Luna talking or it's Luna Cedric talking, talking or Malfoy. Talking or Malfoy. And, you like, and you have to like, based on your personality, like, people are supposed to guess what house you're in. Mm. And like there are, granted there are people that try too hard to get a specific house. But it's also like, there are trying to test for Slytherin for the hundredth time. Sorry. No, I think everyone no, has done that. I, like, took the test four times to make sure that I was Hufflepuff. Because I was like, that can't be right, but I was. Like, I tested Ravenclaw, and I was like, this isn't right, I'm Slytherin, bitch. Like, I was so aggressive. I mean, like, at the end of the day, you know yourself. We all embody multiple traits in all the houses. Yeah. But, like, 
my like, point was like my that it's so toxic in the Harry so Potter fandom these days fandom because people are like, oh no, you're a tryhard, you're a wannabe, and like in a lot of places, like in a lot of situations that's true a lot of this is people who have never even seen the movies nor have read the books and don't know what a slytherin fucking is they just they just see tom felton and they're like wow this man is hot i'm gonna like harry potter now because it's true yeah because a lot of it is the same girls that like you see that would like bully you for liking it in middle school you know what i mean yeah that's that's something that's going on with anime too i feel like anime is on the rise and like I, I remember hearing about Pokemon as well. Like Pokemon, particular, like people said that they used to get bullied for having Pokemon cards on the playground, and now like it's cool and trendy to have it. And like people that they saw that were bullying them are now like, "We love Pokemon," and it's like, and you're like, "What the fuck, like, bitch?" You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you know, I think, I think there's a limit to like gatekeeping the fandom, but like, because you know, like maybe someone's like just getting into it and. Like, what I'm thinking about is, like, you know, when people wear, like, band merch and they've only, like, heard one song. Like, That's there's a lot of... Gay- different. That's yeah. definitely different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I it's just... Like, it's like... No, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there's a difference between that and being, like... And, you know, as you said, liking it because it's trendy. Because, like, you're, right. you're just trying to look cool. Right. And it's, like, you're not cool for making fun of me like 10 and, years ago and now and, liking and it you can tell and the people who are actually trying to get into it because a lot of time in the video they say i've only like started this book now or like i'm going to start them tomorrow and that's cool yeah and that's fine but it's like there's like people like slytherins on tiktok will usually answer the questions with attitude and like you can tell when it's natural and when it's not like sometimes it's super exaggerated and like throwing things and shit you know what i mean so it's like you know when people are like trying to is that what they think slytherin is throwing objects yeah yeah this yeah. is just pure anger issues and i'm like no bitch it's not so I think it's so, just getting really toxic because a we really like we as Potter fans send a lot of hate their way when they're just trying to get into it. But on the other hand, it's people who never give it give a shit about the fandom, entering in and pretending they know everything and kind of being offensive to trend on TikTok. Yes. Yes. So it's like, and it's offensive to someone like me who has based literally my whole well-being on this book. And I think that's why I'm a little bit more forgiving to an extent of J.K. Rowling because she wrote something that I will never let go of in my life. So it's like, to that extent, like, I based my entire life off of this book. So to have people who are like, just trying to do it for the trend or people who used to make fun of me who are ranting on Instagram about how much they love Draco TikTok, I'm not a fan. And it's offensive and it annoys the crap out of me. But like, if you're trying to get into it, if you just want to watch the movies just because you're not a big reader, like, that's fine. They're pretty accurate. If you're just starting the books for the first time, that's fine. Like, I don't care. But put in the effort before you make people feel crappy or be like i know this thing like, like why would you know that thing. i just like, and they're like i just did i just read the book right now and you're like okay but you don't know like, all the other things that led up to this thing and they're making judgment calls based on like 
yeah on like yeah yeah and i'm just like i don't care so that's like, like my harry potter so feel like my harry potter yeah that is like annoying when that is annoying about fandoms because you're just like come on like why are you trying to spread misinformation about it <laughs> like yeah yeah and then, did you have another one? I thought you did. Did you have another one? I yeah, I'm, I wanted to go into, like, anime. And <laughs> I'm going to rant about Yuri on Ice for, like, the next... <laughs> for, like, the third time this week. I saw the trailer for, like, Ice Adolescence. So Yuri on Ice, it's, like, about... Um, it's about this skater. His name's Yuri. And he is... <sighs> I feel like he's a very relatable character because they have something called like the Grand Prix, which is kind of like the Super Bowl of like ice skating. I don't know if I can make that <laughs> analogy, I, but like, um, I, what? Um, what? okay. So the Grand Prix, it's, it's kind of like the Super Bowl for like ice skating to where you have to like, you know, I guess you have to like win a certain amount. I don't really know like the whole like logistics of everything, but it's like the last like ice skating thing before you can get like, the gold and like the silver and like the bronze and everything like that to like yeah. win the entire like yeah. ice skating season or whatever. Um, so Yuri originally, he, um, he, he kind of, he got to the Grand Prix, but he like failed like really miserably. And so in the beginning of like the first episode, he's kind of in that point where he's, um, he's just kind of really depressed about it and he's like i don't know if i want to do ice skating anymore and things like that it sounds really dumb but it's really good um and then you have this character victor who um he wins like he's won i think like the last four grand prix and he is like this like idol and like this legend of figure skating um but at the beginning of the first episode you see like the reporters and they're asking him like are you going to like return for the season and then they kind of leave it open and then there's this third figure to yurio who is this like prodigy and he's like he's like he's really young i think he's like 15 in the in the anime and so he is also competing for the grand prix and he's also part of like the russian ice skating team and so it's like this really beautiful sort of um anime to where um yuri has been like idolizing victor all his life and then victor decides to be his like coach and so he Victor's trying to build up Yuri's confidence and trying to get him to like the Grand Prix and everything while you have Yurio on the other hand who's also just as deserving of winning the Grand Prix and all these other characters that are like really well developed it's honestly like beautiful I love it it has like every aspect of like creative media that I want in it because like the character the characters are just beautiful the way that they like develop and grow and you know basically soften or change or become more confident um the plot like every episode like you're on the edge of your seat your seat like what's going to happen what's going to happen um and it i don't know it made me like cry at the end i was like so emotional and you don't cry so and that's like a testament so that's, that's a testament to madison's like emotional threshold threshold like if she can cry then it's like, then it's something that's going to either it's touch your good. heart or crush your soul you know what i mean like yeah it wasn't because it was sad it was just so beautiful i was like, yeah so i was like just... that's what i mean yeah, it's so gonna like oh. either touch your heart or it's gonna like crush your soul yeah i was just like damn anime in general i'm probably gonna do like an episode about how like i think western media can take like aspects of anime and what anime does well that we don't do ourselves i'll probably do like a whole like episode on that but no you should 
No, you should. Because I don't know very much about anime, I so I'm not like going to be helpful in responding to this because I'm not an anime person. I will get you into anime. <laughs> yeah, that's the difference between yeah, Madison and I. She's very like she loves anime, and she loves comics, and I'm very much like Harry Potter, Vampire Diaries, Grey's Anatomy, like every like trended YA book at some point was on my bookshelf in my backpack. Know everything about it. And I continue to do so. So that's the difference. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like you're more of like, there's like, you know, there's certain, there's like different sides of the creative fence to where you're on like the, I mean, you can have like in-betweens and everything, but like there's the very lighthearted stuff that, yeah. And then there's the very like, I don't know, because Yuri on Ice isn't dark. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I like. I definitely have I like, both. I definitely have yeah. both. But it's like some of my favorites but are some, like of some of the like classic stuff that everybody knows. But a lot of it is stuff that I but read before it was like mainstream. Like I read Divergent before it was a mainstream thing, and I read The Hunger Games before it was a mainstream thing. And I read Twilight when it when it was on the come up to mainstream. So mainstream so like a lot of it i did like, like before it was cool it, and i'm gonna like flex that every day because, because... <laughs> the hipster yeah like i was hipster. yeah like, i was hipster. yeah i am hipster for fuck's sake i am hipster for fuck's sake. um own it um i do every single day of my I life do. so all right guys so, that right, is guys. the episode for today. Remember to follow the podcast on Instagram at Fangirl Files Podcast and follow Madison and I on Instagram. My account is at Sabrina Canoon. So S A B R I N A K E N O U N. And then Madison's is Wolf Silhouettes. So that's, you can spell wolf, I hope. <laughs> but <laughs> Silhouettes is spelled S-I-L-H-O-U-E-T-T-E-S. Did I say that right? I think yeah. so. And even if you I can't so. find us on and social you media, you can also just click our accounts in the podcast accounts bio. So you can find us there and follow us. So you and can find us there and follow us. And we'll see you soon. Yeah. We'll see you soon. All right. All right. Have a great rest of your evening, day, night, whenever you're watching this. I'll provide if you're sleeping. We yeah. We'll give you some good ASMR. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Good ASMR. Always needed. Good ASMR. We should do an entire episode with ASMR. That would be dope. Just just marvelous ASMR. Oh, I can't even hear it though. I know, I have to go right up to the microphone. I know, I have to go right up to the microphone. I can't. Okay, Okay. we gotta go. Leave, leave. We're too goofy for you. All right. Configuring the Bluetooth. Deciding who controls the music. Avoiding potholes. Remembering where you parked. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with Auto Owners Insurance, getting the right coverage for your vehicle doesn't have to be one of them. Auto Owners works with independent agents who live in your community and answer when you call so you can get back to more important things like remembering if you're on the third or fourth level of the parking garage. That's simple human sense. Ask your independent agent if Auto Owners makes sense for you.
Hey guys, I'm Serafina, and thanks for listening to SGP Radio. Stream our podcast and more across SGP Radio platforms, including the Brandon Gerald Productions app for iOS and Android. Or you can visit www.bgpllcapp.com. Stream, download, listen, like, share, subscribe, repost, binge, and enjoy this podcast and so much others like Not Your Token Black Girl, Working Gals Guide, Black Girl Storytime, Juice Pro Wrestling, Black Guy Wrestling, and Podcasts About Nothing. We have so much more on our stations. Tell it for her, noir, and wrestling fans, including SGP Radio Originals and our blogs. Enjoy. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Crunchy Bars. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Delicious and convenient, both their toasted almond and lemon almond flavors have two grams of net carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein, all in a satisfying crunch. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Bars are now available in the granola bar aisle at Walmart. As a small business owner, you're redefining business as usual. From rethinking the way you work to reassessing your bandwidth, you're changing the way you do business. And at Cox Business, so are we. With flexible internet packages to get you back to business. Rethink. Reconnect. Reimagine. Get 50 megs of internet for only $70 per month for six months. No annual contract required. Ends 1231.20 restrictions apply. Visit coxbusiness.com for details. All services subject to Cox Business general terms. We saved big money with our Progressive Home and Auto Bundle and used the cash to take a family vacation. To Hawaii. Who's up for a luau? Yay! This is not a real testimonial. Sure, customers can save big money with Progressive, but not enough to go to Hawaii. They'll probably use it for things like the mortgage and groceries, or even a travel magazine, so at least they can see pictures of Hawaii. Aloha! (laughs) Yes, say hello to those beautiful Hawaiian beaches in that magazine. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. JCPenney's Wrap Up the Joy Sale is on now. Shop and save on last-minute gifts they'll love, all in the nick of time. Fill more stockings with this week's extra 25% off coupon. Or to make their holidays really shine, save up to 80% on fine jewelry red bow deals after coupon. For more gift ideas, head to Sephora inside JCPenney and shop their favorite beauty and fragrance brands. Need it fast? Pick up orders curbside. Joy, comfort, peace. JCPenney. Offers valid 1220 to 1224. Conditions and exclusions apply. Sephora excluded from coupons. See store or jcp.com for details.